Hey, good morning, everybody. This is Latasha Martin, and I am so excited about being here today uh, for our live stream. If this is the first time you've ever seen me go live, I will tell you that we are on multiple platforms. So if you are watching us on YouTube, I would ask that you subscribe and follow. If you're watching us on Periscope, you could just give us some hearts and some comments. And if you are watching us on Facebook, that means that you are a collaborator. So good morning, collaborators. And in the collaborator zone, um, I want to talk about the name of this group. It's called Connect, Collaborate, and Create if you want to join us on this Facebook platform because you get this information and so much more. And then the other thing is this is episode number one. 30, wait, 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 wait. I'm excited. And I wrote it down because I'm like every day, Latasha, how come you don't know what episode it is? And I was just cracking up. So let me just make sure I have the right one. And it is a celebration day today because today is episode number 40 on the podcast called Power to Choose. And so we think about connecting, collaborating, and creating. We always have the power to choose. And our topic for today is called Rise Up. So this is one of those messages that I would say I would love for you to share with people who you think get martyred down in the details because God just blessed my heart so um, in this message. So let's go ahead and open in a word of prayer. Dear God, we thank you. We love you today for being a God who is available to us at all times. And so God, I was so thrilled yesterday when you showed me a new perspective on obedience. You showed me a new perspective on um, what I thought my role was in a situation. And I thank you so much for the ability to bring this awareness and to understand that sometimes the tallest place you can stand is in a place of humility and being humble. And so, dear God, I thank you so much that you were gracious in that experience. And I pray that this message today blesses somebody who is somewhere who is just stuck and frustrated and just can't understand. And they're saying to you, God, it just doesn't make sense what's going on. And so I pray that this encourages them today. In Jesus name, we pray. Amen. 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 And so this morning, I was so excited about what God showed me. Good morning, LaShonda. Um, Thank you for joining today. I was so excited about this word that God brought me today because it changed my perspective on a lot of things. Um, as I mentioned to you guys yesterday, God gave me a direct order to do something for somebody, to bless them, right? Now, I can't go into the details because I know for myself when it comes to blessing others that what you do in private, God will reward. And so I don't want accolades from you, but I do want to tell you that as I was in the midst of providing this information to this person, talking about being obedient, <laughs> I said to them, I said, listen, God told me to bless you and I don't understand it. So you better be over there praying because I don't get this at all. And as soon as I said it, I felt convicted and I felt convicted because I was like, okay, that was straight up Jonah. And so for those of you who know the story of Jonah, God put him on assignment to do something and he did it begrudgingly. And we don't even know the outcome of Jonah other than the fact that he did what God told him to do eventually. The people that he told to give a message were saved. And then he went on a hill somewhere and just got mad. I don't know what the outcome was, but the outcome for me in real time, God did something and it cracked me up because... <laughs> I was just like, God is what's going on. Yesterday was like a funny day, but a day of obedience. And so 
Um, so anyways, that was just one story of I was cracking up. So then I felt convicted after that. And I was working on some other projects. And I'm like, God, what is going on? <laughs> like, I don't even know what's going on in my life. Like, I feel like you are blessing me with opportunities, but these opportunities are just not making sense. And so if you've ever been in that situation, good morning, Ida Lynn, where God is blessing you with opportunities and they're just not making sense because they're not lining up to the way that he's always done them for you. I would love for you to go ahead and give me a number one. Even if you don't even see the blessing yet, maybe you just think, Lord, I don't know what's going on, but um, things are just not making sense, right? And you're trying to have a little talk with Jesus and Jesus has to give you some information and the information that he gave me and blessed me with today, bless my whole heart. And the title is called Rise Up. And let me tell you why. Because in that situation yesterday, after I had that conversation, I was sitting on my patio and I was in such a place of gratitude because I was like, God, you bless me with this furniture. You bless me with this beautiful space. And I'm sitting there and I'm working. I'm having this conversation of resistance with this person that you told me to bless. And I look in the corner and a little Mickey goes walking by. I said, shut the front door. Are you kidding me? Like the space that I'm in, this little mouse just goes walking by. I said, no, God, are you serious? So that like threw me on a whole nother tangent because I was outside and I was in, you know, their domain, I guess, because I don't really sit outside that much. But then I'm up there saying, okay, God, like you're giving me signs and wonders, right? I'm feeling like a Moses, <laughs> signs and wonders, because I'm like, okay, I was convicted. I repented. I said, God, I was wrong for the way that I gave that blessing to that person. So like, can we get over it? Why did you have to send a distraction? So I go in the house and I'm like, I cannot believe what is going on here. So I'm cracking up. And then there's some other things that are happening in my life with my kids. And I'm like, God, are we serious? What's going on? Like, this is the time I really need the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost to jump out and say, you're being punked. And this is not real. But see, God can get your attention if you would just listen, right? Like if you think about the context, I keep using Moses because he's the rock star of today's message on this idea of rise up. Because even when Moses was given instruction, what God had to show me was my Moses had to rise up from what he believed about himself. And some of us, the reason that we're reacting the way that we are is because we don't have the ability to rise up from our situations to have a conversation with God about what's really, really going on. And so today he gave me some, some scriptures that just blessed my whole heart. And there's three pieces that I want you to grab hold of today to really understand what it looks like to rise up. Because when we look at the role of Moses from birth, Moses was destitute for something different. And he was blessed in the most unusual circumstances. Because remember, Moses was the little one who was who was floating down the water and was saved by royalty. And so he was placed in situations. So Moses from birth, just like each one of us, God has a specific assignment of calling and anointing on your life. But sometimes in our coming and our going, especially when we get real busy, even though we might think we're normally like strategic and futuristic and high level thinkers, 
when we get overwhelmed with information that's just not making sense, we start to get down into the details. Maybe it's just me because I'm not normally by nature a detailed person, but there's this assessment that I give my clients that shows when you're in this thing called the grip, even when you don't know it, you don't act like yourself. That's a message for somebody. And so in those times, I try to get into the details. And so when I was looking at the pre preparation for today, this is what God showed me in the area of rise up. These are the three steps. Are you ready for it? The first thing is in this concept of life, there are two categories or two roles. If we had to chunk them in big, big groups that are the whoers and the doers, right? So if I had someone helping me out, they'd write the whoers and the doers. Now the whoers are when you are in a leadership role, meaning that you are leading something and God wants you to find the who's, meaning who can get the work done. And that's your role. When you're in the whoer zone, you are a leader leading something. But when you're in the doer zone, that means you are supporting something. So we have the whoers and the doers. And what happens is, is that if we're not clear about our role, we can get frustrated when things don't make sense because our norm is either to stay in the whore bucket in leadership or to stay in the doer role as getting the work done and supporting. But what God is showing me as I'm evolving and my roles are changing and your roles are not always the same. You are equipped to do both. Okay. You are equipped to do both, but you need to know your role in the situation that you're sitting in in order for you to rise up and to do things in excellence. So let me break this down scripturally for you. Let me go over here and hopefully I can find these things. So the first scripture that God wanted me to show you was the idea of everyone has a role. And I'm actually gonna read this text right out of my blue Bible. And in Exodus, the 18th chapter, in the, I'm sorry, that's not even the right place. Let me go to the second one. In 1 Corinthians, the 12th chapter, in the 18th verse, this is what it says. And that's funny that they're both the 18th chapter. So it says, but in fact, God has arranged the parts in the body every one of them, just as he wanted them to be. If they were all one part, we would be, the, what, where would the body be? As it is, there are many parts, but one body, which means God created you for a certain function in one body of Christ or the kingdom or the ecosystem, whatever you wanna say. He has a function for you in the body of Christ. But just like your body and you have that role, it could say, okay, you know what? I have these different roles and I have this role in the body of Christ, but how does it function one way versus how does it function another way? And what I love about God when he was showing me this analogy of you might have a single role, but multiple functions, he started to have me looking at different parts of the body right? So sometimes let's look at our hands. Sometimes we use our hands to write, but we can also use our hands to feel. We can also use our hands to show love. And that's a single piece of the body that has different functions in different situations. Because if I'm in front of my computer, my hands can be used to type on a keyboard. 
But if I'm expressing love to somebody in another scenario, like my children or someone that needs a hug, even though with social distancing, it can be difficult. My same hands can be used to wrap around somebody with love. And so what you can see is that you have a role in the body of Christ. But if you're not clear about your function at that moment, you could get frustrated and start saying to yourself, like when you're in scenarios where you have to do multiple things with your hands, what God is showing me is it's not possible for you to do two functions with a single thing. What does that mean, Latasha? You can't write or type on a computer and hug somebody at the same time. And it would get frustrating. How do I know? Because I do it all the time, trying to do too much. Any of y'all with me with the single trip from the garage to your house with the groceries? That was me until I realized that, you know what? All I have to do is get the car to the garage. And sometimes I need to call and scream out, I need some help. So others can help me take the groceries from the garage or from the driveway into the house. But I can get frustrated if I sit there and I go to the store and I get all the groceries and then I come home and I got all these groceries in the bag in my car. And then I got 10 bags in my hand. And then I get to the door and I'm trying to use the one finger that I have left to open the door, to get into the house, to go into the house with the groceries only to drop them and to break something. And now I'm frustrated. And what that is, it means I'm trying to play too many roles with a single function or a single part of the body. Now, let me put this all together for you. Why doesn't that make sense? It doesn't make sense when God is shifting you from place to place, because in a single day, you might use your hand or your gifting for seven different activities at different times, for different roles, for one, for one ecosystem, meaning that if God is showing me, Latasha, my gifting is to speak, teach, serve, and give, then I need to use my gifts in a way where I'm glorifying God and I'm thankful for the opportunities every time they happen. But before I enter into the place of using my gifts, I need to ask God for wisdom on how do I use my gifts? Because if not, if I'm blessed to have people like my, like the example that I'm going to use now in Exodus, like Moses had in his life, like his father-in-law Jethro, he will show you if you can't see the blind spots, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. And what does doing too much do? It causes frustration with everybody. Because Moses was good in a leadership role when he was listening to God and he told him how to go to Pharaoh and the people were released and then they were moving forward. And then he got to a place where Moses was doing too much. And his father-in-law, Jethro, said, you know what? I'm proud of you, Moses, like you did some great stuff. And I'm excited about your obedience and I'm excited about what God is doing. But what you're doing right now, this is not good for anybody and it will wear you out. It will wear you out. And how do we know that? Because when we go into Exodus, again, Exodus, the 18th chapter, starting in the 17th to the 18th verse, this is Moses' father-in-law speaking to him. He says, what you are doing is not good. You see these people who you come, you, you and these people who, you, who come to you will only wear yourselves out. Meaning that Moses was a leader in one place, but for some reason, he shifted role from being the whore to the doer, meaning that he was doing everything, which meant he became the constraint to what God had called him to. 
but thank God for his father-in-law who gave him wisdom and said, this is what I need you to do. I need you to be the whoer and find some doers to delegate to and find the best people to do it so that then you are released from that function so you can focus on what God wants you to focus on for your role for this season of your assignment. So why am I sharing this with you today when it comes to rising up? Because for me this morning, the idea of Mickey was still on my mind. And so I started to do some research on the role of little Mickey. And when I was doing some homework, what it was showing me is, is that a mouse doesn't even realize when it's in trouble because it's so low to the ground. All it's focusing on is the thing it's focusing on, even when it was in the midst of danger. It throws themselves out there and it's saying, I'm looking for food or I'm looking for my next place that I need to go. And I believe God showed me that because if I didn't see that, I might have taken light on the scenario that happened with the person he called me to bless, the person that I'm going to be working with on tomorrow and all the other work that he has me to do. Because in some of these roles, he literally wants me to be the doer to support other leaders who have visions for their lives that I can help out and show up in excellence. But then there's other roles where he's saying you are the whore, meaning that you are a leader when it comes to running your business, when it comes to maybe navigating your career, when it comes to other places that God has called you to leadership. And he's saying the reason I'm not giving you much capacity is because you are not supposed to be the doer and leading at the same time. As the whoer, you are supposed to be looking for doers that you can delegate to so that you can live a life of intentionality and balance. Not balance being available to everybody where you're saying half yeses and half noes, but you can say yes and no unapologetically and use the wisdom of God to be the best version of how he wants you to use your gifting. Give me a yes if this is making sense to you. If you recognize through this message that this is something you need to rise up from, that you're sitting here saying to yourself, you know what, maybe this is why it doesn't make sense because I'm being a doer when he's calling me to be a leader and I'm being a trying to, and, and, and maybe in my spaces, I'm not delegating because I don't think that anybody else can do it like me. Like I'm stepping, stepping into places thinking that I'm delegating. But if, if I had to be honest with myself, I'm not really delegating. I'm being a control freak. <laughs> and so things are not working out because I only have so much capacity. And so why am I so excited about this today? I'm excited about this today because God is simply saying to me, to share with you, rise up. And maybe before you can even rise up, you need to sit back and just stop the madness and say, God, things are not making sense and I just don't have time to dwell on it. And ask God to immediately show you some stuff in your life or bless you with somebody who you allow to speak life into your situation. And what does speak life into your situation? Maybe they pull your coattails in love and share some stuff with you that you haven't been able to see because you've been so busy chasing and doing instead of rising up. And so however God does it, I pray that you receive it because functioning how you're functioning now, if you're frustrated, 
is only going to lead to more frustration if you're not clear about how does God want you to function in the body of Christ in each particular assignment. I want to leave you with this statement that I learned and I thought it was so crazy because I've said it before. We I've often said that the devil is in the details. And I read something today that said that changed my whole life on that. It says the devil's not in the details. God is in the details. That sent like chills through my body. God is the details. All he calls you to do is be obedient and recognize that he has a role for you to play. And he's going to get glorified because he is going to deal with all the details. Your job is to just show up, be available, show up in excellence, know your role, and understand that whether you are a doer or a whore, you still have value in God's eyes. So rise up today. I challenge you to rise up today. Rise up out of your comfort zone. Don't get worried about the details. God's got that. Rise up and be available. Start saying your yes and your no and let it be so. Unless the Holy Spirit shows you there's an error in your response. And even when you have to go back and change some stuff, recognize that God is in control and he honors your obedience no matter what it looks like in the world. So rise up from your situation today even if you don't think you have capacity to do so. We can always take a pause to pray and pray and praise. Take a pause and pray and praise. Rise up today, rise up. Dear God, we thank you so much for this reminder of the importance for us to step out of our circumstances because we know that you are a sovereign God who is the author and creator of all situations available for every solution if we will just get out of our own way. Dear God, today I am asking for supernatural favor, supernatural interactions that we are receptive to and we are open to so that you can be the God in our lives and that any of the guilt and things that prevent us from just letting go of things that we aren't in control of anyways, I pray that you help us to stand strong in that truth today, to understand that we have value, whether we are supporting a mission or leading a mission, because we are always in the body of Christ doing kingdom things, at least we should be. And God, if our minds can't comprehend the ability to step back, I pray that you place us in circumstances to help us become aware of what's really going on. And instead of us asking the questions, why is this happening? Why is that happening? That's just not making sense. I pray that we just pause and praise and give you the glory and say, God, we know that all things work together for the good of those who believe. And this is the day that the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. In spite of my circumstances, I'm gonna give you praise. And I pray that we realize the value of our gifts. No gift is too big or too small to do kingdom work, but it is all necessary. Every single piece of the body is necessary to show up and to show the world that we love you more than we love anything, that we trust you more than any circumstances in our lives. And so we thank you for all of these things. In your son's name, we pray. 
In Jesus' name, amen. I hope that you guys have an amazing, blessed day today. Love you guys so much. Don't forget today at noon, it is Career Chats. You can watch it here. Our special guest is my friend, Drew. He's in my business connection group. Love the guy. He's amazing. Um, so I hope that you're there. And if you would like to be on Career Chats as someone who works for another organization, don't hesitate to reach out. Love you much. Have a great day. And we'll see you soon. Bye.